Guys, welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Bug Show. Guys, my traveling pod, baby, welcome back. It is the end. It is the end of my trip here in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Guys, I'm a little bit sad. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but at the same token, I am extremely grateful. I try, and I mean, I'm just looking literally outside my hotel window right now. And, oh God, I hope this storm doesn't come. This stinks. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Anyways, uh, terrible weather lately. Um, yeah, so the great, the great part about this is the first day, I don't even think you guys heard of it, unless you guys were listening to my Facebook Live video, you guys don't know exactly what happened. So let me give you a breakdown. Now, remember my loud trip one month ago, that thing was popping. It was popping. I got to the airport. My boys were waiting outside. Everything went well. Um, you know, I had some drinks with the manager. I created everything. I'm going to be going back there in September to do my life work assignment. The very first one I'm going to kick off with, with the Arsenio Buck Foundation. <sighs> that was all in one breath, kind of. So, and that trip went amazing. But this one, everything that could have gone wrong went completely freaking wrong the first day. Okay, from from um, the check-in desk at Dominic International, from those people looking at me weird and trying to find any, I don't know, any way to act like an asshole towards, of course, the color guy, to me going to, you know, getting in a little bit of a confrontation with the Chinese guy standing in the passport immigration line, to me going to a woman, and to always, for all color people around the world, you've got to avoid the women at these immigration places because they automatically assume that you are a scammer of all sorts. Stay away. Stay away. She put on her glasses and everything to look at the fine print on my passport page like it was fake. You nasty, disgusting fiend. I've been traveling for nine years. But you know what? It's Thailand. What else do you expect? And at the very, very end, four minutes later, she gives me my passport. And I say, wow, you just wasted my time. So I went to security, all this stuff. And then, of course, the flight got delayed one and a half hours. All right. (sighs) Got delayed. So then I end up saying, okay. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to just try focusing and, you know, try laughing, get myself my biochemistry all up again uh, to get myself off this. Finally, we board the plane. And the thing is, there's this big group from a company, a traveling company. They're walking so slow. They're taking their time with everything. I'm like, what the hell is going on? The flight attendants are really rude. They're angry. They're not answering me. There was one girl. I was like, excuse me. And she just put her finger up to say, "Uh, no, I'll be back. She never came back. Um... Melindo Air, stay away. And then, of course, you know, going up into the sky and seeing that a Singapore Airlines flight was probably within five kilometers from hitting us. It was flying right above us. And then another private jet went zooming in the opposite direction of that Singapore Airlines flight. They said, air traffic control, if a plane comes within 10 kilometers of another plane, they're supposed to phone it in and get rid of it. For all three, these three planes, including mine. To be within a 10-kilometer radius of each other. I'm sorry, not 10-kilometer, about a 4-kilometer radius of each other is completely unacceptable. Therefore, I will never fly Melindo Air again. I don't give a damn if you have a charger in the back seats of your, of course, your aircraft. I cannot, and the thing is, it's not about Melindo. Yes, they had bad service. Yes, they had this. Yes, they had that. But what it came down to was the piss-poor air traffic control wherever we were. At that specific moment, which was probably somewhere in Malaysia. And so, guys, that happened. I landed, of course, immigration lines, 45-minute wait. Get to my hotel, boom, couldn't even uh, get my car to, of course, pay. She's like, do you have another car? I said, I do not have another car. This car worked perfectly fine just 20 minutes ago when I bought my 
KLIA Express. Okay? And she's like, oh, well, um, um, can you pay with cash now? I was like, I don't carry cash with, uh, you know, with the amount. So basically, rule number one, guys, right now, rule number one, have your backup plan at all times. If your card doesn't work for whatever reason, have an amount to cover your hotel expenses in U.S. currency. Have it. Have it. Just have it ready. And so that's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to do it this upcoming trip, but when I go to Egypt and other places... However much the hotel is, I'm going to make sure I get the exact USD currency with it. Also taking my car, also taking the currency of that place. (sighs) Oh my God, because again, what if my car didn't work? Okay, worst case scenario, I could have transferred the funds to my content writer here and she could have paid. But we don't want to go through that. And we probably couldn't have gone through that. You see what I mean? So I said to myself, I got into the hotel and next thing you know, music is playing. So once I get to the hotel, G-Tower Hotel, you know, I'm so excited. I'm like, man, I get to go to this hotel again. I've been here like two years ago. This place was awesome. It, got, it has a nice bar upstairs, margarita's pizza. I get here, boom, loud-ass music playing at the base, of the, the base of the hotel. I said, oh, my God, I can't escape loud, ridiculous music. What am I going to do? <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, guys, it just kept boiling over it just kept getting worse I didn't get any sleep that night you know just what is it two nights ago so I woke up around 5 30 I'm very very groggy I'm stumbling all over the place I'm like oh my god I hate coffee I'm gonna have to take down two black cups of coffee here we go ook, ook. hurry up and did it oh boy ended up going to breakfast and whatnot that I had to meet up with my boy so I'm like okay Arsenio let's shake this off anytime there's a really really bad day you know the beauty arrives later and I said okay so I got my stuff Packed everything, got to KL Central Station, boom, no Wi-Fi, boom, couldn't get in contact with my boy, boom, didn't get a SIM card, god damn, no SIM card, can't get in contact with the guy, so I had to go find Wi-Fi at this one place, and I'm like, dude, if you can hear me, okay, I'm not going to have a SIM card, meet me at the station at 1045, I'll be there by 1045, he said, okay, but, and then next thing you know, he sent me a message, I didn't even know he sent me the message until I got to the station, he said, hey man, can you, yes, can you take, and I said, can I take what? He said, can you take, uh, what is it, a train, not a train, uh, take a taxi to my place. I'm like, bro, I don't have a SIM card, though. I can't take a taxi if I don't got a goddamn SIM card. He said, oh, man, well, uh, uh, well, uh, well actually, he didn't even say anything. It's just when I got to the station, he wasn't there. Waited 10 minutes, always got to put a stop loss on worry. And then after those 10 minutes, I said, oh, damn, fuck it. I said, okay, let me go buy my tickets. Guy helped me. Spoke perfect English. Muslim guy. Love him. Gave me everything. Went through. Okay, went over the stairs. Went over to the opposite side of the place. Sat down. Sent my content writer a voice message saying everything that could have gone wrong still had gone wrong. And then in a blink of an eye, I looked across the tracks. Looked over to the other platform where I actually got off to go outside. And I see someone's waving his hand with a helmet. And I'm like, oh my God, that's him. I got my stuff. And while I was running up those steps and running across and running back down the steps, I'm like, what story am I going to tell him to make up for the fact (laughs) that that I was about to take my black ass home? And I'm like, dude, what's up, man? And, you know, we told the story. We had a laugh about it. He didn't find it offensive whatsoever. Took a taxi um, to his place. A big, beautiful place. It's a, 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 what is it? M-I-S? Some university. 
And yeah, basically he had this beautiful place. You guys can look at the podcast, look at the blog and everything. Look at some of the pictures on my Instagram, thearseniobuckshow.com or uh, the Arsenio Buck Show. And it was remarkable. I was so grateful to have a podcast. He had a setup and everything. We had double microphones, this, that. It was sick. And so we had a 50-minute conversation about so many things. And then after that, we went to Nando's, which is very famous in Australia, some Portuguese chicken. We were sitting there, and I'm just sitting across from him. And I'm like, dude, at the age of 22, not only did you invest so much money, probably 20,000 U.S. dollars, into a gym, but you escaped death. You had a near-death experience on your motorbike. And now the amount of knowledge that you have within you right now is awe-inspiring. I'm so proud of you. And I just kept telling him, I just kept telling him, I'm like, dude, I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. Because of course, it has nothing to do with age, but I am eight years older and I wish I was that at 22. But then again, I'm very, very happy where I am right now. So I don't want to, you know, backtrack and, you know, dwell and say, oh, if I, if had I, if I had only knew what, or known, if I had only known about personal development back then, I would have, blah, 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 blah. no, I'm not using these conditionals. Okay. Very grateful for everything that has happened right now. And I'm so grateful for this prime position I'm in. <sighs> Four o'clock we leave. We had uh, very, some very funny things happen. Uh, he had some very funny stories. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, it was just great, guys. It was just great. So I get back in the hotel. I'm uploading everything. And this woman comes up to me, really cute Malaysian woman. And she's like, hey, does this train go to KL Central? I'm like, no. She runs up the steps. And then she says, yeah, we have to wait 25 minutes. I said, well, hell with it. I got so many things I got to upload. My SIM card's working now, so let me just do it. So I ended up going through with doing everything, which is really, really good um, in terms of uploading my SIM or uploading everything onto the blog and this and that. I took out like 45 minutes worth of crazy work right then and there. So once I got home, it was like, okay, I could focus on the important things. Content writer sent me some things, and then boom, next thing you know, I got a message. And you guys are like, damn, so this is pretty crazy exciting. Yeah, I got a message. This lady, lady I've been working for for a while. She has her own uh, Bangkok. Well, I'm sorry. She has her own banking projects, right? And she lives in Bangkok. And she's given me these projects since like the beginning of last year, which is probably why I ended up just getting out of my last job because I actually took that leap of faith. And I said, you know what? I'm going to rebel. You guys aren't giving me work. I want off these mornings. That's the end of it. End of conversation. And so there's a lot of tussling, of course, and this ended up culminating into my, you know, my resignation because, guys, I'm done making that garbage money per hour. That's all there is to it. And I'm not going to dump my projects because of this and that. Absolutely not. So anyways, let's focus. She gave me an additional project this year about, what, just a month ago, right? So I started teaching these regional managers at a very, very prestigious bank out there in Bangkok along with my executives. So it's basically three days a week. But just three days prior to this, I was telling myself, I said, oh, man, if I could get myself another project for Wednesday morning and Friday morning, I'm set. I'm set. That's it. What is that? 15. What is that? 15. 3,000. What is that? What? 3,000. 6,000. Yeah, 75. Yeah. Dude. Oh, my God. That's a ridiculous amount. Anyways. And so... When I was actually doing all the math and everything, I was like, dude, if I could do this, get my workouts in in the morning, do the projects, do this, do that, and I would be so happy if I could just get two more projects, so just another project on two days of the week, Wednesday and Friday. Boom, we got a message, and she said, hey, are you free Wednesday morning? I said, well, it depends. It depends what it's for. What is it for? She said, we got another one. 
I said, I'm, I'm free. I said, I'm absolutely free. I said, let's do this, sister. She said, okay, we're going to go bid for it tomorrow. We'll get back to you. I said, I'll be right here. Because, guys, at the end of the day, you have to do what's in the best interest of you in creating you and what you got going on. Because, honestly, you know what I see in about, in about one year? I see this bank employing their first ever teacher and me working full time, probably at a good 5000 to about 10000 USD a month. Depends. Don't really know. Don't really know. Don't know. I really don't know. But at the end of the day, I'm now becoming an icon at this bank. Damn it. Regional managers know about me. These people who are like, yeah, I run the north. I run the northeast. I run the south. I run this. I run that. I work for the Onondaga development, man. This is a billionaire. You know, oh, my God. I am within grasp. This is what I've been talking about for two years. I need to get within that social circle where those people are that got that money. And here I am. Ain't about the money. It isn't. It's about pursuing what I've always wanted to do. This all happened on this particular trip. <sighs> Did another podcast with a girl, wonderful lady by the name of Val, ESL International School teacher in Cebu, Philippines. And then I'm supposed to do another one, of course, with my friend who I should check this Skype right now because she probably messaged me. Uh, oh, she says, Do you have it on YouTube? Never mind. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so um, to have all that take place, man, was just remarkable. And I just can't be grateful enough. I really can't. Because all of that happened. Look where I am today. Now I'm going to have myself the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday, and a very soon-to-be Friday project. And after that, they're going to be like, hey, we would like to put another project on top of that uh, at this hour. That's it, man. I'm going to win. I'm going to be the winner. And so I do what's in the best interest of me my students and everyone who's listening. And when times get ugly, what can you take from this podcast? When times get ugly, you have to remain calm, self-control, and always remember. What is that noise? Oh, sorry. And remember to always. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, my God. There's so much banging going on this whole deal. This whole deal sucks. Anyway, so here we go, guys. Let's focus. So I'm just so grateful for the entire process. And I don't know how much, how many times I can actually say that until it gets so redundant, but it probably will never get redundant because I just can't be thankful enough. It's been such a remarkable ride. Uh, I'm doing so many big things in terms of my life and all these things that are happening. And it all came at the fact that, of course, again, that I was denied. So many different things in this country. And now I've overcome everything. I've overcome myself. I've overcome perception. And now I am the real Arsenio. And this real Arsenio will not stop until he inspires all. So guys, here I am today, right now, 10 a.m. I'm getting ready to head to the beautiful. And I mean the beautiful. I wouldn't say the beautiful. Uh, Getting ready to head to, of course, the airport. And then I'm going to sit there for the next four hours or three hours doing a bunch of work. Got a lot of work to do. All right. So I'm not going to be just sitting there like, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh -uh. I always have things to do, like lots of things. And then after that, that's it. I'm going to go back to Bangkok. Everything go well. Stamp, stamp. No problem. Get in that bus. Head home. Here we go. Boom. And I am back. Back in my condominium. 
Hurry up, unload everything. Hurry up and get some sleep. Boom, wake up in the morning, 5.40. Okay, get that workout in. Okay, get some, get a protein shake in. Get a little bit of food. Hurry up and go to, of course, you know, get the documents done with my, with my thing. And then go to the work over there. Shoot across town from 1 to 4 p.m. Go talk to some people. Talk some shit. Swallow some spit with some funny-ass students. After that, I got my girl in from Doha, Qatar that just flew in. Works for Qatar Airways. And we're going to go out for some drinks. This is how life is. And this is what I'm just so excited about. Just wholeheartedly, 100% grateful. And so, there it is. That sums up my entire trip. It's kind of crazy. I know, I know. You guys are like, God damn. That is crazy as hell. It is, it is. But you know what? At the end of the day, <laughs> it's all worth it. Guys, stay tuned for the next Traveling Pod, which is going to be coming up at the end of the month. And that's going to feature one of the biggest races and the biggest achievements of my lifetime. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.